Iced tea. Go a cappella. Now I'm on the West Coast, relaxing and chill, living on the mead streets of Beverly Hill. I have I love I, it. You way better than a lot of rappers that are making yes. records right now. She is Olivia Munn. Drop my name as much as you can. By the way, I am a first-class name dropper. The great, legendary John Madden. And then on the phone, Steve Marriott. She's- <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's the thing. You watch a guy. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who is that? Mooch, how did you sniff that out so quickly? I sniffed that out. I sniffed that out. I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen Podcast. Here's your host, Rich Eisen. Welcome to another edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast. My name is Rich Eisen, along with Chris Law. Good to speak to you, Chris Law. How Rich, are you? Rich, always a pleasure. Doing well. Chris Brockman asking. back in the mix as well. Good hey, Rich. To see what's you. happening, buddy? Uh, we have already done a podcast this week with the Schaefers, Jeff and Jackie Schaefer, the co-creators and executive producers of The League on FX that is debuting on Thursday night at 1030 Eastern Time. Keep an eye out for Chris Brockman making his cameo appearance that we've been talking about for weeks and weeks and weeks. It drops, as the kids say, on Thursday night. Indeed. Uh, I am in that opening scene as well with RG3 and Trent Richardson and Matt Khalil and Ryan Khalil. That is uh, the way things get started on the league season number four. <laughs> yeah, your face is the, That's what they is said. the opening That's shot what they of the said. season. That's what they said. Can't and, wait for uh, that. It's an interesting, fun podcast. We talk fantasy football, talk about the show that's dedicated to fantasy football in the most body, lewd, wrong, politically incorrect way <laughs> that, uh, that probably mirrors your own fantasy football league. Sure does. I'm just going to say this. Go Seahawks. Go Seahawks. And the reason why you say that is that <laughs> is that if the Patriots beat the Seahawks this weekend in one of the marquee matchups of week number six, if the Patriots win, then Chris Brockman's term of boat raced, the verb of uh, crushing somebody's opponent, right? That right. being boat raced. You're getting boat raced. You're getting blown out. Okay. They will work that in in one of the remaining four as yet in the can episodes of season four of the league they're still shooting four more episodes they say if their beloved seahawks are beaten by your patriots indeed they will use the word boat race in one of those four episodes if the seahawks beat the patriots you must cease and desist from talking to them right it's over you can not as if they need a restraining order against you but there is really nothing else i'll sign it for you to (laughs) give them I can't contribute in any in case other they form. they won. Right. So that was, again, uh, I'm okay with that. Uh, on one of the episodes that we've already shot uh, or one, uh, taped for the podcast this week. So download that. Uh, we've got a great one in store uh, in this one. Uh, well, you buried what, the lead there. I'm, I, if the Seahawks win, I'm in season five. I didn't hear that. Did you, you miss that? that? Did you hear that? That's what Jackie said. She I goes, think that a law chimed that. in and added that part. I, I didn't add that I, at all. And I think that Jackie went along with it. Jackie that, said it. Here, I'm going to play this back for you guys I'm right not now. Allowed to, right I'm not now? allowed I'm to I'm playing whine. it back for you. All right, Law's playing it back. This is all Jackie right. Schaefer telling me that I'm in season five if the Seahawks win. And if and if, and if Seattle wins, I'm what, he leaves, he, leave he leaves you alone. Right. He'll never come at you with his hand out again. How about that? He can't whine when we give a great uh, cameo to Chris Long. <laughs> <laughs> he has to I know I like this. He, he can't here. whine. That's he my favorite part. Sit. The he choice of the word here. whine was he the best part. He has to sit plug. here while Chris Law talks about his season five cameo. I like it. Fine. And cannot complain. Deal. There you go. Well, I'm not allowed to whine, I guess, is the... 
I offered the. But here's the thing, Law. I think we can get you in season five, regardless. Right, you piggybacked on my bet. I was trying to do something. I think you're in season five, regardless. I didn't bring it up. She brought it up. That was the beauty of it all. (laughs) So. Basically, if the Seahawks, that's why this is a poll question on, up, on Rich Eisen NFL.com. Brockman's going to lose. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the that's the poll question yeah, right now. Question. By yeah. the way, I'm getting boat I'm raced. getting boat race. I right know you would. You knew it. You knew it. You would. Um, so, but on this show, we we give some love to the Minnesota Vikings, who are easily the surprise team of 2012. Yeah. And uh, had we known this, one of us would have chosen Leslie Frazier for Coach of the Year in our preseason. Um, prognostications that's true none of us chose leslie frazier right now he is the clubhouse leader for coach of the year uh with mike smith uh and um gary kubiak of the respective 5-0 teams falcons and texans the lone remaining 5-0 teams the texans have a week six game against green bay on a short week with green bay now at two and three off of one of the more emotional victories the league has seen in quite some time with the Colts coming down from 21-3 to down to beat the Green Bay Packers in the first game without their head coach Chuck Pagano, who is fighting leukemia right now. What a Week 5 win that was for the Colts. And the Packers, that's two losses on their schedule that leave a mark. This one where they were up 21-3 to and obviously the one against the Seattle Seahawks, and now they've got to go down to Houston and take on a Texans team that will not have Brian Cushing. They fear he's lost for the season. But the Texans uh, won a close one against the Jets. Yeah. And we will talk about that with uh, Kevin James, the star of Here Comes the Boom, a kid-friendly, PG-rated, family-friendly movie. Apparently it's his first ever PG film. Really? Yeah. So he's coming out with a PG film called Here Comes the Boom. He was at the Jet game Monday night. He will phone in from New York. That's at the end of the show. Before that, though, we give some Vikings love. They're 4-1. and one. We've got their quarterback, Christian Ponder, cponder7 on Twitter. He will join us on the phone. And then in studio, the biggest Vikings fan that I know. Um, he has not been on the podcast before, has he? Not not we on the podcast. We had, his, we had, had his wife. James on we had before. his wife on the podcast, too. Well, technically, technically. It was an interview we did at the Super Bowl in Dallas with the entire Black Eyed Peas that we repurposed for the podcast. Best right. of, yep. Fergie was on the podcast the same way Madonna's been on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, that's true. Okay? <laughs> that's true. Where we just repurpose uh, Super Bowl interviews for your listening pleasure. Um, certainly, we did that all the time before we were distributed in, on Time Warner Cable and Cablevision. It was the only way for people to actually see and hear what we were doing on NFL Network during Super Bowl week. But anyway, uh, Josh Dumel, who's never been on this show before, he comes in. The, uh, the kid from North Dakota, from Minot, North Dakota. Wow. Uh, he's a big Vikings fan. He was at the, the 49ers game. The one that the Vikings shocked the 49ers. One that we could be looking back later on in the season is pointing to a turning point for the Vikings season. He was there. I think he blew the horn. We have video of that. Yeah, I've seen Should it. we put that video up on our pod? Yeah, our, on absolutely. Our uh, we, we put the, that up the there. The Vikings put it up. We, uh, we'll work with the Vikings. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it was a pretty weak, uh, pretty not, weak. Not his best blow effort. Blow the horn, man. Yeah. That was not good. He baba buoyed it. He baba buoyed it. Baba buoyed. Let's put that Vikings video up on our blog, richeisen.nfl.com, where you can also vote on the poll question. Um, and I, it was touch and go for the Falcons this week in Washington. Good game. It was a great game, and I was genuinely concerned because this was the first game of Matt Ryan at the controls of this offense with the nickname of the Matural being thrown on this podcast. 
No. And, and as you know, I, I told Matt that I would use my platforms, whatever platforms I have, to affect this change. He did greenlight it, correct? He did greenlight it. Okay. Because he clearly, you're just hearing what he said, he clearly, he could have said, no, I love uh, Matty Ice. I love Matty Ice. I love Matty Ice. When I asked him if he likes it, here was his response. Play this. Play this. Matty Ice is gone. You know who's in? The Matural. <laughs> I like it. I yes, like it. I like it. It's a play. It's a play on the natural. I like it. Yes, you're the um, you're the natural. If you can get it done, I'll be impressed. Done. The next, by the time I see you after Thanksgiving, if I'm known as the natural, I'll I'll, I'll be impressed with uh, with your platform and poise <laughs> to be able to get it done. Done, Matt. Done. I'm. You've released the hounds. You've re- you've given me weeks to get this thing done. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, good luck. Good luck with that. Clearly, he doesn't want it. Okay? I mean, I'm, I'm putting words in his mouth, but read between the lines. The answer could be, oh, yeah, I like the nickname. My fans love it. I love it. My family loves it. I've had it for years. It's fine. Leave it alone, Rich. He didn't say that. He did not say that. No. So I then went on the Dan Patrick radio show, dropped it there. I then, on Thursday Night Football, dropped it there. I then... Uh, by the way, I also mentioned it on Dennis Miller's Dennis radio Miller's, program, yeah, program yeah, right. on Thursday. Mentioned it there. Sunday morning went crazy. We put it up for a poll question, tweeted it out. The natural. By the end of Thursday, uh, Sunday morning, by the end of game day morning, it was on Wikipedia. It was on the Matt Ryan Wikipedia page. And as you know, everything on Wikipedia is true. 100%. 100% it said true. Matt Ryan, known as Matty Ice or The Natural. That's great. But as you know, when you stick to your guns and you try to affect change, sometimes people are working against you. You go to Wikipedia now, it's gone. It's gone. I mentioned it on Sunday morning, on game day morning towards the end. Hey, it's on Wikipedia. Gone. I'm getting tweets like crazy. I love Matty Ice. Don't change it to the Matchel. I hate the Matchel. I'm getting a lot of people who say, you can't name him the Matchel until he wins a playoff game. Right, getting a lot of that stuff. Getting a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Let me tell all you folks out there who are listening to this podcast and who are sending me those tweets, I am undaunted. (laughs) (laughs) I am undaunted. I'm going to continue on. Matt Ryan gave me till the week after Thanksgiving. We are moving apace. He takes on the Raiders in his house on Sunday. What Matt Ryan's lost only twice, I believe, in that dome. Right. Since coming into the league. I know the Raiders are coming off a bye week. They're getting Hayward Bay back. Hopefully this whole offense that looks like a mishmash with uh, the new Greg Knapp system, they've had a week to hone that. I don't see it. I think the natural goes to two and zero. So the Raiders, the, the Raiders won't be natural born killers. They will not be natural born killers. Boom. That was nice. We got to come up for one with pond for for ponder. Yeah. No, I, I, I had a one. Uh, does he one have hit, one? I got one hit ponder. Yeah. But one hit ponder's not good. One hit ponder's not. It's kind of weak. No. It's kind of weak. No, but and plus that that uh, assumes that right. he's not well, going to keep it going. So we've got a whole bunch of interviews to workshop this. Um, Kevin James is going to be joining the show. Here comes the boom. We've got uh, Josh Dumel, big Vikings fan, but first, an actual Minnesota Viking. He is the quarterback of the 4-1, and yes, I said it correctly, the 4-1 and Minnesota Vikings in his second year in the National Football League doing some quality work at the controls. 
of the Minnesota Vikings offense. He is Christian Ponder here on the Rich Eisen Podcast. How are you, Christian? I'm doing well, Rich. What, what do you mean by saying that correctly? Is that a surprise to you, or what does that mean? No, uh, I just wanted to make sure that this this uh, okay. this microphone was working. Is this thing on? Is yeah, this perfect, thing on? Perfect. Well, in, in, in all honesty, Christian Ponder, did you expect yeah. yourself to be 4-1 at this point of the season? I mean, yeah, we expected to uh, to come out and, and, and be successful this year. Um, you know, I mean, obviously you can't predict what your record's going to be. But, sure. Um, you know, we knew that – and we knew last year that we had a good team. Um, you know, just things didn't bounce our way. And, you know, nine games last year, we were either in a two-minute offense or the other team was in a two-minute offense. So we were very close in those games. And our record could have easily been a lot better than it was. But, um, you know, knowing this year that uh, a lot of our struggles last year had to do with myself. And, and I know that if I improved my game, that our team was going to come along with us. And, and it has. And, um, you know, we've had some, some of the ball bounce our way uh, a couple times. And, um, you know, strung out a couple of wins so far. Right. And, and, and your record could be better than what it is this year, too. I mean, you mentioned about the balls b- bouncing your way. There was one time when it did not against yeah. Indianapolis where you, you essentially had that game tied up, uh, set to go into overtime, and, and Adam Vinatieri did the, did the Vinatieri thing against you. Uh, in terms of, of maintaining what you're doing right now, what, what is Leslie Frazier telling you and the rest of your team, Christian? Uh, you know, we've we got to take it one week at a time. Um, you know, enjoy these victories on Sunday and Monday, but uh, we know that the NFL, it's week to week. And you know, we're kind of looked at it, you know, we for, in the first quarter, um, you know, we went three and one, and now we've moved on to the second quarter of the season. And, um, you know, we're, we're looking at, at bits and pieces. And, um, you know, we've talked about, you know, knowing that many teams have started off fast uh, but didn't finish strong enough to, to make the playoffs. So you know, we're looking to, uh, to, to get – to progress week to week uh, on you know, either side of the ball, and uh, you know, keep stringing wins together. Uh, it's odd that 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 you'd say that because Leslie Frazier strikes me as the chest thumping sort of guy, Christian. Like does he? Yeah, does he really? like like he seems like the type of guy to say we're four and one. Believe it. And as a matter of fact, tell all your friends that we're coming for you. Has he not? Has he uh, not? Has he not given that sort of chest thumping? Collar no, popping not, type stuff to not you? Not at all. Uh, not really. At all. No, oh, no, no. <laughs> He's not that guy. Well, what nah. what do you say your role is then, as you move forward what, here? What is my role? Um, yeah. You know, just just keep playing like I am, and and uh, and again for my, myself. Uh, there's a lot of things that I can keep progressing at week to week, and um, you know the thing that. Uh, that I'm doing well right now, and, and I had two interceptions this past game, but um, you know I'm not making the, the mistakes I did last year and turning the ball over a lot, and, and I got to keep doing it. And, and we got so many playmakers on this offensive side that all I got to do is, you know, the, the job of quarterback's easy. You know, you got to find the open guy and throw an accurate pass. That's it. <laughs> that and, sounds uh, like golf. Yeah, it's just just yeah. line up and hit the ball, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I, I got to get the ball to the, the playmakers that we have on this team and, and let them do all the hard work. Uh, in in that regard. Um, uh, Adrian Peterson, what what role has he played with you, in in helping you move along? Because obviously, we all know what a beast he is and how helpful yeah. he he would be for a quarterback. I'd love to know off the field though what what your relationship has been with him and how he's been able to help you move forward, Christian. Well, well, he's been extremely helpful. He's been very supportive of me, and uh, even during the game on the sidelines or, or uh, you know in the locker room during practice and you know, during the week. Uh, he's always encouraging me, and, and we have a good relationship. And um, you know, he 
you know, I'm relying on him and he's relying on me. And um, he's such a great guy. And he set such a great example. I mean, to see him get injured in uh, what Christmas Eve of last year and to make it back for the first game, uh, you know, the guy has so much talent. Uh, you know, he probably doesn't have to work as hard as he does, but he's the hardest working guy on uh, on this team, and and he sets the example. So, you know, follow his example and follow his lead, and it definitely helps me out. And uh, we, we do have a really good relationship. And he's going back, and you're going back to the scene uh, this week, as a matter of fact. Yeah, the, the... he is. He is back in Washington. So, uh, you know, hopefully, he. Uh, same thing will happen this year. You know, he'll go out and, and have a good game. Well, I mean, the scene of 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 his knee exploding. Uh, I mean, I'm wondering if 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 um if he's thinking about that this week. Has he mentioned that yeah, at all? That this is where he's no. going back to the scene of. of... I, I, hopefully, no one mentions it to him. I don't know. We don't. I don't know if we want that in his head. No, that's a bad swing thought to continue. That I yeah, guess the, exactly. the the golf exactly. aspect of this thing. What don't, about what about shake this? <laughs> What about Harvin? How, how is how yeah. is he how is he um, uh, to feed in that respect, Christian? Yeah, you know, Percy is is unbelievable. I mean, everyone's seen him make the plays that he's made. Um, you know, he's a he's a very key feature of this offense, and uh, you know, it's it's the you know easy job for a quarterback to throw him a little screen route, and he, he turns into thirty yards, and it makes you know twelve guys on the other team, even though there's eleven on the field, um, make a miss and. Um, He's just—he's so tough, and uh, he's so dynamic in his position. Uh, He's playing, you know, if not the best, one of the best uh, players in the NFL right now, and and he's doing extremely well. And he's such a good teammate, and and, uh, again, he makes my job a lot easier. And Christian, it uh, was—we're coming up almost on the one-year anniversary of your first career start. Uh, That was uh, week seven of last year. What was that like for you? Because uh, at this one year ago, at this point, uh, your team is the exact opposite. You're uh, one and four with McNabb there, and Donovan uh, needing this as an opportunity as a what he probably didn't consider at the time was a last chance. What was that switch like for you, where suddenly you were thrown into the middle of what was a one and five team as you were then going against Green Bay? What was that whole situation like for you? Oh, I mean that's all I wanted. Uh, you know, I wanted to get out there and play and start in the NFL, and and was very fortunate to be given that opportunity. And um, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say I wasn't nervous going to that Green Bay game as my first start. But um, it was enjoyable. I mean, obviously when you go three and thirteen, uh, it's not as fun as if you were thirteen and three. But um, you know, it was my first first season in the NFL. It was my first game to start in the NFL, and uh, it, it was really a dream come true for me. So I definitely enjoyed it. But what was it like with McNabb there? Was that uh, was it awkward? Was he? he he's... No, you know, we had we had a really good relationship, and um, you know he was he was really good to me. And, and when Coach Fraser made the an announcement, and told both of us that I'd be starting the, the weekend Green Bay. You know, first thing he said was, um, you know, if you ever need anything, man, don't hesitate to ask. And, and he sat in the film room with me after practices, just me and him watching film until uh, you know two hours after everyone was gone, and. Um, he was he was such a resource for me and, and extremely helpful and um, you know I, I really appreciated what he did for me. What's it like for you um, not getting talked about, Christian? Uh, and and by that I mean you hear so much about RG three, Luck, Cam Newton, um, all of these guys, uh, yeah. Andy Dalton even, and you're you're not thrown into that mix. What what is that like for you? I'm fine with it. I mean, you know, it's kind of been that way ever since I was coming out of high school. I was always flying under the radar, and it wasn't the highly recruited kid. And and uh, you know, played at Florida State. You know, we 
weren't making BCS games, so we weren't really being talked about that much. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, you know, as long as we keep winning games, then, uh, you know, they can talk about everyone else. It doesn't really matter to me. Well, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but this podcast changes lives, Christian. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Oh, yes. Good. 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 Yeah, I mean, this no. is this is this is a well. I mean, some may call it a platform. Uh, <laughs> I call it um, I call it the chance of a lifetime. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sort of the only one who calls it that, but um, I don't know if you're aware of of this opportunity now. You have now that you've been on this program. Yeah. Well, what is what do you mean? What's my opportunity? Well, your opportunity is to um, just go and be yourself, but have a people view you differently gotcha a different prism maybe gotcha. maybe next uh time you're on a, a show there won't be a host who says yes uh you heard that correctly when mentioning your <laughs> your record yes maybe yeah hopefully hopefully that doesn't happen again you know what i mean because that yeah. that's what happens here um listen yeah. i know well, i know you keep, I, I like that you keep it real rich you know you keep it real well i do well i i, I know i know no other way Actually, yeah. um, and I I know you're on Twitter at C Ponder Seven. Yes. Um, no, of course. That this again, we raise all boats here. Um, yeah. Couldn't help but notice that you you follow 173 people, including my friend Kurt Warner, here yeah. on NFL Network. Uh, but the, the, uh, you don't follow you don't follow me. You know, I, Christian. Once I get off the phone with you, I will. I will go follow you, man. I mean, uh, by the way, uh, the same thing goes for me. <laughs> I'm going to follow. Yeah, I'll, you know, I, I it's a, it. it'll be a two way street. We can direct yeah. message each other all the time. And, yeah, beautiful. It'll be a beautiful issue. So, what, I think you'll go up to, what maybe 21 followers now. Is that where you'll be at? Yes. You have no Very idea. Good. Again, no. This again. This podcast. Uh, wh- how many followers do you have right now? Uh, I, I think a little over a hundred thousand. A think. little over a hundred thousand. Let's see yeah. how much of a bump you get. Okay. F- from being on. Um, my guess show. Is not that many, but. No, 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 no. Listen. Appreciate your help. <laughs> Don't. Let's not discount it. Don't discount it until you feel it. You know okay. what I mean? Don't discount <laughs> it until lies. you feel. It. And I'm coming. I'm coming your way. Uh, in three weeks, the NFL Network is coming your way for the Thursday night yeah. game against Thursday Tampa. Thursday night game against Tampa. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Is there? Is there? Since since clearly you can get any dinner reservation you want in that town now. Certainly going four and one. Have you have you noticed a difference already in walking around town? Uh, being four and one. Yeah, honestly, I don't I don't ever really leave the house during the season. <laughs> no. So, yeah. I'm. I do, I'm. I'm a. I'm a homebody man. When Are I'm, you? When I'm not at the facility, I'm at home doing nothing. Doing what? Do you? What do you? I mean, what's on the TiVo right now? What's on the Christian Ponder TiVo right now? Uh, you know, a lot of I TV a lot of college games. So I watch college games, and oh boy, uh, no, no, I, don't, I don't watch it. I don't watch that much TV. To be honest, I read. What do you? Um, so what? But, what? What are you reading? What book do you have now? What are you doing? Um, I have a book called Crazy Love right now that I'm reading. Crazy Love. Crazy Love. Is yeah. that is that uh, is that a Harlequin romance? What is that? <laughs> What? It's very, very similar to Fifty Shades of Grey. Which... Oh my gosh! No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. But so, so, yeah. so you're 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 a reader, is what you're. So when you're not watching yeah. film at work, 
Uh, yeah, I'm getting into reading. I didn't, you know, at Florida State, I didn't do that much reading, to be honest. <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to increase my intelligence level. So okay. Well, there you go. Increase my intellect. Well, so. again, uh, this, this podcast makes you smarter, too. I'm telling okay, you, you have yeah. no idea when you hang up the phone what a watershed moment this is for your for your life. <laughs> As well as your uh, you profession. Know, I appreciate the opportunity of you having me on. This of day. course. No, no problem. Uh, last, do you have a nick? What's your nickname? Do you have a nickname? I don't, I don't really have a nickname. I don't, some people call me CP or CP7. CP7? Okay. CP7. Yeah. Should we workshop that here on this show? Yeah, I think we should. What we do you should. think we should do? Um, I don't know. We, yeah, we can workshop. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're in the business of giving nicknames here, Rich. Yeah, we okay. are. Yeah, we, gave, we, gave Matt, we gave Matt Ryan a new one last week. Uh, we we try to nickname him the Matural. Yeah, interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was so pretty much right. <laughs> good. Okay, I mean, I'm trying. Let's come. We're yeah. gonna come up with. Here's what I'll try. Here's what I'll do. We're, we'll workshop it here, and then yeah. when I see you in two weeks, I'll drop it on you, and you either say go for it, or absolutely no way. Back okay. to the drawing board. Can I be known as that? Okay. Okay. But right. but it is going to be some. some it, we're only doing this to enhance, not 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 do anything. Everyone else. Everyone has college nicknames though. So how didn't you get one at Florida State? Is my question. You didn't have one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, <laughs> you, you, I, didn't, I guess I wasn't cool enough to get a nickname. Oh, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Well, had, by the way, did you ever come across Dion at any point when he came to Florida State or no? Uh, you know, he never really came to Florida State when I was there. Um, I've ran into him a couple times besides that. But uh, How about Burt Reynolds? Did you ever run into Burt Reynolds? Did he ever? You know, <laughs> Burt Reynolds was, he came to one of our, uh, I think it was my sophomore year, came to like the preseason, you know, luncheon with the boosters or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and he was there as, as a guest. And man, does, does TV makeup do a lot for you? <laughs> Oh my, I can't imagine Rich what you looking for. <laughs> Let me tell you, being on television for four hours in high definition, I am envious that you have a helmet on. <laughs> okay, yeah. it's yeah. not well, bad. That have, have a, as they say, I mean, I guess you have a face for radio, so that's good. That is true. That's why I do the podcast yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, b- back when you were probably in Pop Warner, I was on Sports Center, and <laughs> I-, I had a lot of hair. Back in that yeah. day, you know, yeah. but that's. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there with you, man. It's like, I'm, I'm, are you really? Yeah, it's, I, well, I'm going gray right now, but I've got some, I've got some thinning out that's going on. So, see, I've noticed that the helmet, the helmet, a lot of quarterbacks, the helmet. I think, I guess, maybe just because it rubs against the top of your head. It does. It does. Kind of like in the middle of your head, like in the front. It's like, I guess. And, and my mom actually was talking about this with. Her hairdresser, I don't know, last year or something. Because mm-hmm. she started noticing that I was sitting out right there. And she's like, yeah, you know, we, we see a lot of football players that have that problem. That Yeah, the helmet just rubs and, and it thins it out. So Me- it's exciting. <laughs> so you got that going. Other than another, that. Another, another health issue <laughs> that's that's that football brings to the table. <laughs> Other than that, it's great. I mean, you're doing great. Yeah. Four and one, Christian. Um, and uh, I promise you, the next time you come on this show, I will not introduce your record with a yes, you heard that correctly. <laughs> I promise you. I appreciate it. I promise you, and I appreciate you calling me out on that. And yeah. well, and we're going to become uh, Twitter buddies. You're going to tw- right. you'll you'll tweet me what books you're reading. I mean, seriously, you don't you don't TiVo any shows, any television shows. You don't have any time to tweet to do any of that. Nah, stuff? yeah, I used to watch TV. But 
Hmm. No, not, you know, one show that I didn't get into was, was Suit, but the season's over right now, so. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. On T- I think it's on TBS. And so Good do you, uh, speaking of which, I mean, what do you, do you, do you suit up for the road trips? Do you do what all these NFL quarterbacks I, do? I do. Or? You know, I, I probably need to work on my style a little bit. Uh, I'm not the most fashionable guy, but Tell yeah, me. I'll slap on a suit and tie. There you go. I mean, seriously, you're 4-1. If you beat Washington, I mean, I don't want to do this to you, but I mean, you keep winning. And the Italian clothes makers are going to come after you. I'm serious. Like, yeah. I mean, you look at Brady. I mean, uh, Zenia wasn't tapping Brady on the shoulder when he was 199th overall. And you, you were 12th overall in a draft. All, that's all I'm saying is that it's right there in front of you if you want to go grab yeah. that. You know what I mean? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I've never really been the fashionable type, so, you know. Well, you never thought you were a reader either. <laughs> <That's very true. laughs> look at you now hey christian it was it's fun having you on this show i look forward to the next time and I, by the next time i see you in two weeks uh thursday october 25th kicking off week eight on thursday night football against tampa bay we're gonna have uh i'll, I'll have a nickname for you uh, I, I can't wait man <laughs> <laughs> that, that does not sound genuine i'll be very honest it does not <laughs> that was very genuine okay. I'm, I'm really excited about okay thank <laughs> Thanks, Christian. You take care of yourself. Uh, all right, Richard. Right. Me on, you man. got it. That is Christian Ponder of the 4-1. and Yes, you heard me correct. 4-1. and This is the last time I will say that. Minnesota Vikings on the Rich Eisen Podcast. And with all due respect to Christian Ponder, um, that 4-1 and record that is uh, many people's minds difficult to believe, um, included a win over the San Francisco 49ers that left some people at the time with their scratching their head. And then you find out who was at the game. And then you begin to understand why the Minnesota Vikings won that game against mm-hmm. the San Francisco 49ers. And it's because my next guest, who is on the podcast, um, was there. And that is big-time Viking fan and actor Josh Jamel. Good and, to see you, Josh. all around good luck charm, apparently. You, clearly. I yes. mean, you, you, were, hey, you were physically there. I'll take the San, full credit for that victory. Against the San Francisco 49ers, here are the Vikings, uh, early on in the season. We're wondering who they really mm-hmm. are, if the record really is... Right what it what it looks to be 49ers are going to come in bring him crashing down to earth far from it far from it they beat the 49ers from whistle to whistle from gun to gun and you were physically there in that building yeah, i don't not? think they get enough credit for how much talent is on that team and and i i kept telling my because i went with one of my friends who's a big niners fan who lives in minnesota mm-hmm. and so uh-huh. he was he took his son and that was part of the joy that i had in watching it was because he was talking a lot of smack Sure. That day, like, this isn't even going to be a game. Mm-hmm. And I said, you watch, man, this team, if they can pull it together, if, if they can uh, play up to their potential, which they haven't done the last couple of years, they, they're scary because they've got a lot of talent on defense. Mm-hmm. And they've got a, a lot of talented guys on offense, obviously. And I think Ponder is one of those quarterbacks who uh, is sneaky good and smart and doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He is. And you take a look at the second-year quarterbacks – in the league this year, Cam Newton, Andy Dalton, um, Blaine Gabbard. Mm-hmm. There's only one that is head and shoulders above the rest, not only in win-loss, mm-hmm. but also in the stats, and it's Christian Ponder. He is, he is taking major stri- strides forward in your number I think two. so, and this is what I hope for because I will, you know, I didn't see enough of him in college to really know. I said, Ponder right. at 12 right. in the first round? Okay. And then I started, you know, I heard about how smart he was. Right. And, and you know, he's he's an athlete. He's a lot more athletic than people give him credit for. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was I was just hoping that he, he was going to be as good as the Vikings saw in his potential. And 
for me personally, I think any, in this league, if you can cut down on your mistakes at quarterback, it's, you don't need to necessarily be a game manager, but if you mm-hmm. can eliminate some of those mistakes and not, you know, I'll take a Christian Ponder over a Jay Cutler any day of the week. Well, you know, interesting. Really? Mm-hmm. You'd take him over? I really would because gamblers like Cutler, and he's crazy talented too, don't get me wrong. Sure, right. Same with Brett Favre, who was exciting to watch, but more, more times than not, mm-hmm. he would he could get you there. He could get you close, but he would gamble and end up throwing an interception. I think could... there was an NFC Championship game yeah. that sort of brings that yeah. perfectly to a point. And I have some friends who are huge Packer fans, and we go back and forth about this. Sure. And, and, and they were diehard Brett Favre fans. And <laughs> when he came to the Vikings, it was as if, you know, their their son had disowned them <laughs> or, you know, uh, emancipated himself from them. Yes. And and I was skeptical when he first came, but then he played so well. I was like, okay, I can get behind Favre, I guess. Under, but then again, he threw that big interception. He got pounded, though. He did. He well, we, we found out what was, what was going on in that game, too, that uh, yeah. that there was something Allegedly. Extra. Allegedly, Rich. of course. Yes, that hasn't yes. been proven in a court yes. of law. But, you know, the league does yeah. say that I have that dead to rights but yeah. yes in that game he was getting pounded and yeah. a lot of people thought that's why he threw the pick because he did seem to have the ability to run for yeah. several yards ah. on that play and instead he did the whole riverboat gambling thing yeah. through late over the middle and mm-hmm. and because you, you could have you could have long well run out there for 50 mm-hmm. some odd yard field goal for the super bowl yeah you know that would have been nice i know oh, it, it God, led, that was heartbreaking and it led to one of the great all-time great rants by a play-by-play man paul allen who's been calling the vikings oh games yeah for, i know paul oh allen. he went nuts on Favre. he goes this is for the super bowl man this isn't <laughs> i forget what's t- he i think he said this isn't like against the lions in week 10 you can't throw that he yeah. just he melted down mm-hmm. in the booth Oh, he did. Oh, he I didn't hear that. Oh, I, wonder, he I wonder if I can look that up online. He ranted. He ranted. It was yeah, you absolutely can. Just huh. Google Paul Allen. You know, I'll ask him call. about that. Yeah, because I've done. I go. I go on the radio station once in a while and mm-hmm. talk football with him. With Paul and Allen, he is a huge Vikings fan. That's he is. Sure. Well, I know, and he calls a play by play. Yeah. Next time you go on, just you know, say. So, what did you really think of the far interception? I will. I will. Just shine him. Just shine him <laughs> off like that. <laughs> You'd be because poking around. Apparently, yeah. apparently, your thoughts weren't very. Uh, yeah, uh, you didn't make. Know, yeah, you, you didn't make him very well known. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't really express yourself. Yeah, you. you so yeah, here's your chance. Yeah, it seems like you were, he was biting his tongue on that yeah. one. Yeah, do that one. Okay, on your next time, I will. It, on what is it? It's K fan, right? In uh, yes. Minnesota, it's yes. pretty cool. So you are. So you're from Minot, North Dakota, and that, that's. Would you say North Dakota is Vikings country? Would you say that? Yeah, overall? I would say it's predominantly Vikings country. There's a lot of Packer fans. There's a lot of, uh, I guess there's a few Denver fans. Yes. But for the most part, it's Vikings country. Yeah. And uh, it's been tough, you know. And growing up, I was a bit of a contrarian that I didn't always, you know, I loved the Cowboys growing up. I don't know if it's because everybody was Vikings fans. Mm-hmm. I always loved the Vikings too because, you know, I always found myself rooting for them. But it wasn't until I moved away that I really realized how much I, I cheered for them. I found myself, you know, pulling for them every week, and that's the game that I would want to watch. Mm-hmm. And over the last, I don't know, 10 years or so, it's just been, uh, it's all about the Vikes. How many Vikings fans are there out here in Southern California? Do you, do you find a few I guess of them, there's a sports bar that I just found out yeah. through Facebook or Twitter, Yeah, one of the two, that, that there's a whole 
group of people to go watch the games. And, that, you know, you, you know that's true with the Steelers or the Packers or sure. the Eagles or whoever. There's do. even some in, like, Ireland, you know. There's, like, yeah. Steeler, Steeler bars oh, in yeah. Ireland. I mean, you can find them. But mm-hmm. Vi- the Vikings here in Southern California, I know I know Los Angeles takes virtually every team from Minnesota. But it just usually. Like, you know, wow, I was afraid that might happen last year. I know there's a lot of people who are wondering about that. Yeah, but it seems like you got that. The Vikings I, put that thing to bed. I'm happy to see as much as I would have liked to go see them. Sure, they belong in Minnesota, no doubt. And I think that they no hope, or hopefully, I th- they'll get a, a this new stadium they're going to build is mm-hmm. going to have some kind of a retractable roof because in that NFC North, you 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 can use that weather you to can, your advantage. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, so wait a minute. So you you you'd open it. For the cold weather, yeah. When you got Tampa coming to town, or you got some, yeah. you know, warm weather team, why not? So, so you, yeah, that's interesting. So, and then you'd close it. When would you close? When would you close it? I like on know. a nice, Maybe, like on a rainy day. Yeah, or I don't know. I don't if know it's why 60 you and would. Rainy, I don't know why you would. <laughs> I think they're gonna go outdoor. I, they have to go. You think they'll go all 100 percent outdoor? Yeah, why not? I think they, they should. Hey, that, that's old school. That's what it used to be should. with the purple the Packers people leaders and all that sort of stuff. Bears do it to their advantage. Yeah. To their advantage, 100%. So when you were there for that game against the 49ers, we, we noticed you were blowing that long jaw yeah. horn or whatever heck they, they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looked like you were real, you were putting every ounce <laughs> yeah, but it was of kind your of lung. a weak little blow, wasn't it? Well, did you I did, see that? it did not, it didn't, I, I was ready to he, have the roof yeah. blown off. You know what, you know what happened? No. What happened? It was, and I've taken a lot of flack from my friends for this. Uh-huh. Is, you know, it's an electronically enhanced horn. Meaning you don't, they, they, the way they, I interpreted what they were explaining was that, mm. you know, you don't have to blow that hard because it'll, it'll sort of take over. But what it really does is take whatever you put into it mm. and enhance that. So I was thinking I could just like pretend that I was going to blow really hard yeah. and it would just do its thing. Right. Wow, but it just is, came out pretty weak. It did. You know, it was See, this sounds like a golf swing. It's like little... counter counterintuitive, like a golf swing. Like you want to yeah. you want <clears> to <throat> hit it far. You just swing easy, you're right? And you because it seriously it looked like you were you were taking. I was going to you know, of your it breath. Was, I was using all those years of acting classes to yeah. make it look speak, as if speak I was from trying, what speak yeah. from the diaphragm. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Speak from from the gut. But it uh, that's it, rough. It was pretty flashy. That's like bouncing a first pitch. <laughs> Think? <laughs> it's like you bounce the ceremonial first pitch at a twins game yeah or you know throw horn. it into the net but yeah i mean so okay but now we so you're you're at this game how far do you think your vikings can go josh i believe i believe that they can re, if they can continue it's all about you know it's mental mm-hmm. because they have the talent and do they believe that there's is can they play up to this potential every week? I believe they can. I think they can win the division and, uh, you know, contend. I mean, there's a lot of really good teams. This, this league is just, the, 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 there's so little room for error. That's true. You know, mm-hmm. every week any team can win. Last night the Jets could have won that game. Mm-hmm. against the Texans. They had the ball with six minutes to go. Yeah, and they and, and so you never know. And I think that if they b- keep believing that they're as, as good as they are, they could do. They could beat anybody. I agree with you because you are what you are in this league. I mean, yeah. took, Jets are a perfect example. Uh, they, they pulled every trick out of the bag mm-hmm. in that Monday night game. I yeah. mean, they used ev- – they threw they, – they, if they had a kitchen sink, I think they would have literally thrown a kitchen yeah. sink 
yeah, at the well, Texans. They're, they're, they had to. They had to, and they had a game. They, they were they were trying to trick their way into a win. They were trying to gimmick their way into just need one more touchdown. Yeah. You guys, as we've talked about with Ponder before, I mean, you got a smart guy. Mm-hmm. If he limits his mistakes, Peterson gets stronger, stays healthy. Harvin, yeah, nasty. that guy is nasty. Yeah. You never know where he's coming yeah. from and how he's going to go get you. But yeah. if he can stay healthy mm-hmm. and away from the migraines and all that right. stuff, and Jared Allen does his thing, the defense. Yeah. I don't. I don't see why they can't. Yeah, you continue know, Greenway's winning. a hell of a line. They got some good linebackers. I mm-hmm. think their defensive backfield is getting better. Uh, they're good. Right. They're good. I think that they could make some noise. And plus, Cutler, he's he's like some pretty boy that's going to fold, right? That's what you were saying. Well, saying I never before. said. I didn't say that. I think that I, I was. That's what that. I read between but, the lines. You know, before. I have I mean, to. You know, and there's a lot of good quarterbacks in that conference or in mm-hmm. that division. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, you got yeah. Cutler, you got Rodgers, you got Stafford. I yeah. mean, they're all good. Mm-hmm. And Ponder gets kind of overlooked. But, hey, if you can if you can just keep the boat moving forward mm-hmm. and not make dumb mistakes, you can you can win a well, lot of Well, the reason games. why Ponder's overlooked is he's the only one who hasn't been to the playoffs of any of those. Yeah. Uh, well, he's the youngest of the bunch, He's the youngest too. of the bunch. And, and, and in many ways, because of what Jake Locker's doing, he's another one of those second-year quarterbacks mm-hmm. that I forgot to mention before. Um, he's been struggling. He's hurt. And a lot of people thought the Titans went and reached for him mm-hmm. in the first round of the draft. And when they took Ponder at 12, your reaction was the reaction everyone else had. Mm-hmm. Like, Ponder at 12? Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess everybody's going up and reaching for their – Gabbert right. was at 10. Everyone was going up and reaching for their guy. Yeah. And then Dalton was the one who nobody took until the second round. He went to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So everybody's overlooking everybody that's been taken before, right. them, except for Cam Newton. Right. He's sort of caught in that – Newton Dalton sandwich. Yeah. If this makes any sense, <laughs> and he is the one that everyone's overlooking, but has the best chance, I think, of anybody to win their division this Who? year. Ponder, yeah, out of any of the guys I just mentioned. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because Locker, obviously, no. Gabbard, I don't think so. Right. Dalton has a shot, but there's got the Ravens and the pay- and the Steelers, Steelers in that division. Cam has regressed. There's yeah. no other way to put it right now. As of where we're talking, when we're talking right now, Ponder's got the best chance to win his division. A lot of season left. Yes. <laughs> a lot of I season know. left. But like I, I said, if they can just right. not start, not believe the right. hype, just mm-hmm. sort of keep doing what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. I told people this team can sneak up because, you know, every year there's a couple teams that, that come out of nowhere. Who do you think would be? Who do you think? Who do you, so who, right now, the obvious thing would be obviously Houston against Atlanta, right? The, in, the, in, the, in the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl, in the big one in New Orleans. <clears throat> Are you, you asking think? me who I? I am. I'm giving Bowl? you right now. I'm giving you a chance to to take a swing at this right before Week Six, oh. which is a which is which is a leg up. Well, of course, my emotional pick mm-hmm. would be the Vikes. Do you really think the they're going to make the Super Bowl? I don't Bowl, know. I mean, I want to believe they can. Mm-hmm. I believe that anybody can. But if you're, you know, if I was betting, you know, my firstborn on it, mm-hmm. right. I would say out of the NFC. I hate to say I'd go with the team that you had the weak horn blow against and watched your the nine the the Niners. I hate to tell you, the Niners are really good. They're they're tough. I think they just had a blip on that yeah. radar on the day that. Well, you were just yeah. the, you were the good luck charm. You had the you know the, he's got a hurt finger now. Who Alex Smith? Smith hurt his finger. I think. Well, he's, he's don't finger. call him a game manager though. Whatever you yeah. do, because Harbaugh is going to come after no, you. No, he's that. he's talented. He is. Uh, the Niners got a good shot on the AFC. Ravens. 
The Ravens uh, are good. Houston's good. Houston. The Patriots, the Patriots are always good. They're getting better, too. Brady, you can't count him up. Did you see that game? I don't know if you were able to see the Brady-Peyton Manning game I didn't, at all. No, not much of it. Because I saw, some of it. I saw the end of it. They, the, uh, the Patriots only had 35 first downs in the game. Think about that. 35? Just 35. That's that That's ridiculous. They ran the second most plays they've ever run in a single game because they're doing this whole no huddle no thing. No huddle, just moving. I mean, if they start rolling downhill, it's going to be yeah. tough to stop them. Yeah, defensively, I think, I think is the question mark, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it is. But it, but them. if they if they if they score a gajillion points, mm-hmm. it sort of doesn't matter in that respect. Last time I saw you was at the Super Bowl. Yes, actually, I was going upstairs. You were coming downstairs mm-hmm. in an elevator with a bunch of angry Green Bay Packers. Green Bay fans. fans that's right. Because I didn't know what Super was Bowl. going. I I thought that they were. They're like, can you can you say something? Can you? I was like, say what about it was what? the whole seat gate. Yeah, it was about the seats that the fire department. Yeah, I know. You, the, the elevator doors open. You come off. I come on, and you give me this look like, tell, what in the why what is, is everybody crying and angry yeah. and screaming about their seats? I didn't know if they just had too much to drink out in the parking lot, <laughs> or if, if something it was, was really nuts. Yeah. And that because you were there because that was the the Super Bowl that Fergie was doing halftime. Right, is that what you were there? Right, and so yeah, of course I'm going to go. You know, it's a could you, free ticket to the Super Bowl. And I, your, first time I saw the, the Texas Stadium. What do they call it? Texas Stadium? Uh, Cowboy Stadium. Cowboy yeah. Stadium. The old, the old yeah. stadium is Texas Stadium. Right. They, they threw the, the name Cowboys on this one. It's, you know, it's Joe, it's Joe, it's Jerry's place. Mm-hmm. People call they, it they Jerry's call World. They call it Jerry's place. Jerry's I, I, World? I call it the Jones Mahal. It's the... <laughs> It's the Jones Mahal. And because I don't know if you were, when you were watching, um, I had a diff- it took me an entire quarter, first quarter of that game, to figure out do I watch the game or do I watch the game on the television? That's what, that was my thing. I was like, I found myself sitting back like I'm watching the game at home on the screen, the giant screen over the field. And then I thought, what the hell am I doing? The game is right yeah, below no, that, the That's screen. the Super Bowl on the field. Why am I it's watching? It's like a giant. It was incredible. Flat screen TV. I, I was that was my sensation for the entire first quarter, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm here at the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and this I'm watching such, it on TV. Right? What am I doing? And I'm gonna. So, but but it was great that when I finally said, all right, I'm gonna watch the game down on the field. You had the instant replay. What we gotta do is yeah. just look up. You had like four or five different angles. Yeah. And Jones did that on purpose because he knows to get fans in the stadium, it's difficult because <clears throat> fans love watching it on their high definition right. TV at home. They get the sound, they get the replays, they get everything. Mm-hmm. So he just put it above the field. Yeah. Come to the game. You could still get the same thing. Just watch it above the field. That they can do that. It's unbelievable. Because it is so clear. It right. is high def. And it's, how many feet is that thing? It, I don't know. I, well, I guess you could figure it out. It goes from 20 to 20. So that's uh, 60 yards times three. You got it. 180 wow. feet long. It's incredible. It's incredible. Wow. And and I asked him before the game and the pregame show. I'm really impressed with your math skills. That was, I mean. I That's about it. I was more verbal than math in the SATs. That was good. Yeah. It would have taken me 20 minutes to I'm figure that out. I'm probably even wrong. Don't ask me what the square root of it is, though. Okay. So I asked uh, Jerry before the game, you know, where'd you come up with the idea for this thing? And I, his answer knocked me over. Uh, I had no idea it was coming. He said it was, uh, he saw it in um, a similar thing at a Celine Dion concert in Las Vegas. So what do you mean? So he, there's a, he had, she, I guess she screen. she had she has a giant screen at her. I I have not seen her act yeah, anywhere. It's okay, it's, if, it's if, okay. If, you can admit that. Don't I have not seen her. Seen I, show I have not Vegas, seen so. uh, Celine. Okay. Um, but I'm a season ticket holder. Are you really yeah, yeah. a season? We try to get up holder. there almost every weekend. Do you really? Yeah. 
No kidding. Mm-hmm. Is that where Fergie got the whole one name thing from? Yeah. People could refer to yeah. Celine. It's it's Celine. You know, everyone knows what that means. Has, so, has it just become a one name? I, I always think thought so. It was Celine Dion. I know, but but if I said if I if said you say Celine, Celine, I don't know who you're talking about. Correct. Right. You know, it's not like a, a solution. You're not talking about the stuff you put yeah, in oh, your that, eyes. Yeah, Celine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, okay. Different inflection. You say Celine. Most uh, people do. Celine. I say Celine. <laughs> I, I need a Celine solution. I've got an itch. My. Uh, my contacts loose. Yeah. So I've not your, seen your Celine her, implants. My Celine implants. Replacing. <laughs> they do. Okay. Good. Yes. Right. Exactly. You see where I'm going with this. But Jerry was there. Maybe you should, maybe he's got season tickets as well. Yeah. And he said that that's where he got that thing from. Hey. That was, that was from. I know. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, I guess, the new wave. It is. It is a, definitely the most high-tech stadium I've ever been in. I know. I know. I'm excited about that Viking Stadium. I yeah, hope I that they do something. I bet they're going to go outdoors. I think they got to go great outdoors, sure. man. I talked to some of the guys. Uh-huh. Some who was telling me this at the game a couple of weeks ago, and apparently Ziggy Wolf mm-hmm. was at the game the week before in Indianapolis and really loved the uh, That's Lucas a heck Oil of a Stadium. Man, the Super Bowl was there last year, and that was awesome. The I whole town been. was great. It was great. There were certain things he liked about that, which is interesting because that's kind of an unconventional. Stadium itself. It was. It was. It's. It's really great. It's. It's awesome. We go there for the combine every year. Lucas Oil Stadium is a great stadium. It is. Yeah. It's neat and it's right downtown. And Indianapolis is a walking right. city, so that was great for the Super Bowl. And they had incredible weather, yeah. so it all worked out too. I know. Um, so, uh, where do you watch the games on Sunday? What's your situation? We watch. Uh, I've got a little setup outside. Okay, at my house by the barbecue. You, you and the missus. Yeah. Okay. Well, we we watched a lot of football this weekend. Okay. You know, when I'm home, right? I haven't been home much this football season. I got to catch it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this week, this uh, this past Sunday was uh, was a lot all of football. football. Okay. Yeah. It, Her Dolphins won. My about Vikings to say, won. Is is Fergie involved with the Dolphins? I mean, has she still got a piece of the? Yeah, Dolphins? Yeah, she's or? a little minority owner in it. She's right. always been a huge Dolphins fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Ross reached out to her a few years ago, mm-hmm. knew that she was a big fan, right? And offered her, you know, a minority ownership a, a in the little thing. piece. She did her it. and like it, Serena, right? Who else is uh, it? I think Serena uh, and um, uh, another first name. Yeah, Steph, uh, Gloria Stefan, J Lo. It's either J Lo or no? I think it is J Lo, or yeah. I think it could be both of them. Yeah. And I don't want to get yeah, into I don't the, know, how they split that. I don't know up. how that is split up. I don't know. Maybe they the tug split, of war. split the home games. It could be. <laughs> It could be that. Yeah. I have a feeling he's a little bigger fan than she is. Okay. So, so maybe prob- maybe probably, Mark yeah. Anthony got six. She got yeah. two. Maybe. Yeah. I don't But that's their business. Right. Hey. Um, but yeah, Gloria Estefan, mm-hmm. right? The rhythm. The rhythm's going to get you. Yeah, it's tough to get there. That's Miami. We live across the country. Yeah, but we do. We're going to the game uh, in New York. When the Dolphins um, yeah, go to the, the Dolphins Giants the Jets. game, oh, Dolphins or Jets, Jets, Jets right. sorry, uh-huh. Dolphins Jets. Right. right, I think it's Halloween weekend or something. Halloween, which will be fun. Okay, what do you think? Is Tebow going to start playing? I, what? you know what, um, they take on the Colts this coming week, and I think they're still just going to play it straight up because their their tight end Dustin Keller is going to come back. That's that's like Sanchez's uh, uh, little. That's his. That's he's his, his binky. binky. He's yeah. his binky. Oh! Yes, yes, he's his binky. He is his binky. He's he's Sanchez's binky, which is the name of my fantasy team, by the way. Oh, binky. Sanchez's uh, binky. Okay. Oh, okay. Just maybe I'll change it to that. It's a great avatar. Don't you think it'd be a great avatar? Sanchez's binky. Yeah. What is, it like, what is it like a? Uh, yeah. Or yeah. Or I guess maybe Eva Longoria is his binky right now. I don't know. 
he needs at least at least it's a good rebound. It's a soft a place to land after a game. Like it is a soft. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very soft place to land. Yeah, so he, I think so. They're going to still play it up straight. They got the Colts coming in, um, and it's a short week, so I don't think they're going to put in anything that's anything new. I think they're just going to keep it going. And then two and four, though, you got to start thinking that you'll see T. Is that what they are? More. Two and four. They now? will be if they lose to the Colts. What are they? So they're two, two and, and three. three right now? Yeah, oh, so they beat the Colts so out three and three, and uh, but the Patriots are going to start running away. Yeah. Even though I think New Orleans and Seattle this week that that's a that's a game they could lose. Are you a Tebow fan? Or are you? Uh, There's no reason to be. Are you t- so tired of talking? about Well, him? you know what? For me, from my uh, professional standpoint, mm-hmm. I cannot talk about Tim Tebow enough. Yeah, he's catnip to yeah. us in the media. It's the greatest, and and fans are like, stop talking about him. He's a second string quarterback. That those fans. Are the ones who don't, uh, who who might hit the remote? The majority of them, he moves the needle. Oh, I'm my telling God. you, Tim Tebow. That's moves why I couldn't the believe that they got rid of him in Denver like that. Well, it's I mean, the only person that could come in would be a guy like Manning. Well, that's why, uh, and 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 Elway Just did not business. believe in the long term viability of Tim Tebow. Didn't believe in it. And he knew, though, that Tebow was his guy. He had to be saddled with him if that's mm-hmm. the way he wanted to view it. Um, that's why I said Peyton Manning was the bloodless coup of Tebow mania for, yeah. for Elway, because that was the only guy. Yeah. That's that the, the only guy that could have come in and say, okay, okay. because I mean, just from a business standpoint, right. I mean, everybody right. was watching those games. Right. It was one of the most exciting stories in football that I can remember Is last it, year. Yeah, I know every time. And <clears throat> you know, it's every time it's, I, I, I personally love the guy too. I think mm-hmm. that he's got. The ability to raise the belief in a team that no you know, no and that's what—that's no the only thing. Obviously, he doesn't have the the pure passing skills that some of these guys have, but he still puts the ball in the money. On the Monday to. night game, he came in, he threw, he threw a long one that pass, got dropped, right? right, hit the guy right in the hands. Yeah. Jason Hill is a guy that one of the many guys that they had to just sign off the street hmm. to to field the team in New York because of the whole injury bug that's hit them. Hmm. But he hit, he threw a dime, yeah. as they yeah. say. He would boom, threw yeah. it right in his hands and. Um, but I saw, I mean, we were there Thursday night when the Broncos beat the Jets last year, and I've said it many times here, and then uh, I'll tell you, I've never seen more of a tangible, intangible in my life yeah. than when Tebow came out with five minutes to go. Right. It just, you felt it in the yeah. building. You felt it. Yeah. You knew it it's was crazy. You knew it. it. They turned It turned the Jets into the Washington Generals against the Harlem Globetrotters. They yeah. were just there as a prop. Yeah for the other team now, to do, you do its thing. that's something he can duplicate in New York? I don't know. I don't know if he's going to get the chance because if the defense oh, can't stop anybody for the Jets, he's yeah, undeployable. But, but the Broncos but the... couldn't stop anybody before he came in last year. And, he and all of a sudden, they started playing great. The, none of them wanted, nobody wants to give him any credit for it and because it's such an indirect thing, but that's what I say. You can't measure somebody's ability to raise the belief or the hope in a team. You know, when they start believing in themselves, they can do anything. Yep. Like the Vikings right now. If they can keep believing, True. they can beat anybody. You're right. Film 43 comes out in... <laughs> Movie 43, Movie yes. 43. Movie 43 comes out in yes. January, correct? Yes, I was January told... January 25th. I was told by your guy out there that they couldn't show the trailer. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's called it's called uh, the Red Band trailer, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and it's called Red Band for a reason. Mm. It's pretty. It's pretty filthy. This. Yeah, it's a this comedy, movie right? Is bonkers with a capital B. It's uh, Elizabeth Banks directed this. No, she correct? directed one of them. Okay. There's a, there's a bunch of interwoven storylines okay. throughout. Uh, and 
you know, the guy that I actually did my short with Elizabeth Banks. So, okay, let's let's start again. So, movie forty three mm-hmm. is sort of uh, um, a compilation of of short films. Is that what it is? Well, or? it's a it, it's a, a, a compilation of sto- these interwoven storylines. I would say. Okay. If, if you say short films, it seems like they're just choppy, choppy, choppy one after another. But okay. Are, they all sort of they all sort of tell one story. Okay. Uh, but. Yeah, there's a they, they were all these little if you want to call them shorts or, or stories mm-hmm. which were directed by different people, mm-hmm. some of which the Fairley brothers directed. Ours was directed by James Gunn. Um, Elizabeth directed one, but you mm-hmm. know they're pre, it's pretty outrageous. And you know, I, if you're a fan of the Fairley brothers, like I am, huge. Dumb and Dumber is one of my all time favorites movies. Well, my my, my so Peter Farrelly and the, the Dumb and Dumber is a great film. Yeah. Uh, my favorite is Kingpin. Kingpin is another one. Kingpin is the one that never really gets mentioned because you go through everything, something about Mary, uh, Dumb and Dumber. I mean, but to me, Kingpin yeah. is, I mean, Bill Murray is bigger and oh, cracking. The worst and hair Kingpin. ever in the history of the TV. The comb over, <laughs> it just gets worse and worse and crazier and crazier. And then, but just the, the Woody Harrelson as, as, uh, as Munson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got, uh, what's his, uh, uh. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid, plays which was an Amish. interesting choice, as, yeah. right? Just all of that, though. What do you have? The, the montage at the beginning with the disco uh, bowling era, okay, mm-hmm. where he's where Woody Harrelson is live, love and life, oh, live yeah. and large. When he was the man, right? And and in that in that era, because uh, the Farrelly brothers are big New Englanders, and um, they're from the they're from Rhode, they're Island. Rhode Island. Yeah, they're yeah. they're from Rhode Island. So they got Brad Faxon and Billy Andrade to professional golfers are in that montage giving oh, high fives. Are. Yeah. I didn't Dressed know that. in the whole 70s outfit. There's something about Kingpin you did not know. I did not yeah, know they're that. They're big. They're big uh, Rhode Island guys. Yeah. yeah. So, they're, so you they're know, great. you, you're probably, you know, as most here. of your audience is probably huge uh, Fairly Brothers fans because yeah. I really, truly love these movies. Mm-hmm. And when I had the opportunity to do one of these, I jumped at it. And so plus, what do you, what, which can you give a little hint about? My, which... my story is about this little, about this <laughs> It's bad, huh? It's just it's wrong. Politically incorrect. Well, well, wrong 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 in the best sense of the word because it pushes the envelope. And mine mine on the you know, from the outside looking in looks as if it's a sweet little story about this guy and this girl who are moving in together. The 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 woman moves into this guy's house through Mm -hmm. a happy boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe looking to take it to the next step. Mm -hmm. But my character has this cat. It's an animated cat, like a effed up looking Garfield. Okay. And this cat hates this woman that moved into my ha- into our mm-hmm. house because right. he's got he has real love for me. This cat, he's mm-hmm. essentially a homosexual cat. Okay, uh, not that there's anything wrong no, with that. No, of course not. Okay, but he uh, he has real sexual fantasies about me and real true hatred towards her and the things he tries to do to her and the things she catches him doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't speak of on your. On this is by, by the way, you but are you are correct. An, this is so wrong. Oh yeah, that and, it's and even difficult is, for you to ours, describe ours in maybe, a family setting. Ours is maybe tame compared to some of the other ones, but oh my it's gosh. really. It was just. It's one of those scripts. I read it, and I just. I was. My wife was sleeping next to, next to me. Yeah, and. I was reading it, and I was, and I couldn't stop laughing out loud because right. of the things that this cat was doing. Right. To try to you know break us up or that she would catch him doing. Mm-hmm. And 
it was uh, it was it was something that yeah, like I said, I'm a huge Fairly Brothers fan, and it was a chance for me to you know be a part of one of their movies, even if it's in a in. small way. So you're you're in, done. I'm in. Hey, okay. I did a Fairly and Brothers movie. Fa- so uh, movie forty three coming out on January twenty fifth, right yes. before like week before the Super Bowl. Right, fantastic. That's good. You're a good man, Josh Demel. So thanks, are you, Rich Eisen. Thanks, thanks for having me. It's you a bet. lot of fun. Absolutely. You, please come back anytime. Hey, anytime. You know, I, I would love that. That's Josh Demel, big Vikings fan. <laughs> Yeah, Here. I you know I have one of those horns. By you the do. way, I blow it through the neighborhood every time. Oh, you know that's why it's your not, I, I have no excuse. You. I should have been. I should have been a pro at it last week or two weeks Dude, ago. You just blew it then. I mean, literally and figuratively, you blew just it. You impotent effort. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot to take your 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 Gallerhorn Viagra. Yeah, that's right. That needs you need that's to do that right. before you start getting into that thing. So your name wait anytime the Vikings score a touchdown, you're going out there with the horn. Yeah, I go blow it through the yeah, I go out on my deck wow, and I blow that thing. I must love you. Mm-hmm. I'm like that crazy Viking on the sideline. That's right. But you're a great neighbor last year. Not much scoring. This no. year, yeah. You're that now pesky, you're that pesky do- right. Josh Jamel. Anytime the Vikings score. Josh Jamel right here on the Rich Eisen Podcast. All right, let's talk about the uh, New York Jets right now with uh, one of the bigger Jet fans in the entertainment industry. His new film, Here Comes the Boom, is coming to a theater near you this very Friday. Good family, fun entertainment. It's PG rated, which is the first uh, PG film uh, ever put out there by uh, our next guest who returns to the Rich Eisen Podcast, Kevin James. How are you there, Kevin? Hey, Rich. Doing good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, so did, did uh, the Monday night game which you were at did that yeah. leave a, did that leave a mark kevin did it leave a mark yeah it's uh it's deeper than a mark it's uh <laughs> it's even even when the mark disappears the the etching in my soul is, is <laughs> still going to be there uh it was a tough one man it really was it's uh i don't know you know i think uh we got to make some moves here you know we got to do some things it's just we look flat you know a lot of it and we're just it's just not coming together, you know, and that was a big game. And and we had, it wasn't like we had, you know, we got blown out where we just didn't have a chance. We had opportunity. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't because a lot of people thought it would be uh, a repeat of the oh, game the week before, game. right, against the 49ers. And then the, the, the first drive where the Texans just marched down and, and scored, on which, right. on which Antonio Cromartie did look like the Jets' best receiver uh, covering. <laughs> Uh, on that right. play, um, it looked like here, here, you know, like, here comes the boom. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> but, gonna, it's gonna happen again. I know exactly what I felt. And then they came back a little bit, you know. And it was like, you know, what we're, we we have an opportunity here. It's just we can't get any footing. I mean, uh, you know, I think uh, you know. I understand Ryan's uh, wanting to keep Sanchez in there. And you gotta you gotta pick a quarterback to stick with it. You don't want to be, you know fluctuating back and forth so much where you the, the, you know your your number one guy loses confidence and doesn't feel you know great but to, but just to have you know Tebow come in for one play and then come out like there's just no rhythm to it and you know they know he's going to try and run with it you know you get at least give him a series of downs or two series of downs and and see what can happen cuz whatever they're doing now is not working yeah i mean so you would um and we we just talked about it earlier on our show too I mean, Tebow, he, they put him in the game, and he threw a gorgeous deep ball. But it was to, Which was dropped. Yes, yeah. it was. And then he came trotting off the field after that. You would, have, you would have kept him out there for a little while longer? That's what you would have preferred to see? You know, believe me, I, I, it's funny because I know in, in acting, when, you know, 
some of the hardest acting parts are when you have to come on and deliver one line and then get off, you know, because you don't have a rhythm of, of you know, the scene, you know, you know and it, it can be di- very difficult, like in a sitcom, I remember, you know, doing that and, and also having other actors come on and do it. You know, when I did it, it, it just, it's just that feeling of when you get a little bit of chance in the game, let me, let me show myself. And by the way, he, it's not like he didn't, like he did horrible that first shot and then, you know, you got to pull him out. He, he threw a, a dead-on pass that was dropped and, uh, you know, you pull him out. And, uh, you know, when he comes in for one play here and there, they, they, they know he's going to run or whatever, but that's, that's fine. Let him stay in a couple times. Let him go to, you know, fake the run, pull up and, and throw another pass or just try something. It's just not working the way they're doing it. I don't think they're balancing. I'm not saying, you know, Tim is the, the, the definite answer either, but, you know, I don't know what it is, but I'm saying it feels like we're not committing to anything. We're just kind of in the middle here. It's you know I'm from Staten Island. You're you're a native New Yorker as well. Uh, I've been through these wars so many times, like you have. You have you have that week six Jet fan desperation season, maybe circling the drain type yeah. of voice yeah, right I, now, I do, Kevin. That's I what do, it, and I hate to be I hate to be like that. I don't want to be. You know, last night was kind of a. Uh, you know, just a turning point, and it wasn't. It, 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 it's you know, look, we're still, we can still turn things around. You know, we can still, you know, do it. But it's like it was more of the feeling that it, it feels like we're not turning, like we're not attempting to turn things around. Or really, you know, the one good thing is they went for that thing on uh, that, that play on third down. The Tebow, he got it. You know, yep. we, we need more of these plays. We need more of this. You know, uh, I will say that they did try for that uh, onside kick as well. Yeah, they went onside um, we, kick. They fake punted. I mean, they did every. They put Cromartie. They eventually did put him on offense. They they right. did everything. I mean, it, it's like the only thing they didn't do was maybe put Gastineau in. I mean, he was there, right? I mean, he, he, he was being honored. Well, they, he was. I mean, that, that was the only thing they didn't do was maybe throw ninety nine out there and do a sack exchange I, dance on Matt Schaub if he could get to him. You know, I don't know. You know, I, I believe me, it's it's very. I, I don't know the answer, and uh, <laughs> I, I just think that if they're going to do this, the Tebow Sanchez thing to me is, is is the biggest question right now, and it's just not working the way they're doing. I don't, you know, they're not fooling anybody anytime he comes in with one play. I think you just got to establish him and let him give it give it a shot and see what happens. Right. I I I just it is just remarkable that if you took if you had to take their most valuable player away, uh, your your choice would be Revis. He's gone. And then on offense, if you took their most valuable player on offense away, who would it be? It would be Santonio Holmes. He's gone. And then if you had to take the next valuable guy on offense, you would go Sanchez maybe, but then you had Tebow in there. So there was an option. I would say it would be the center. It would be Mangold. Mangold. And he went out of the game. It's just been one after another after another. It's been remarkable. How they've yeah, been hit are, in that respect? We are, we're patching links, it leaks here. Yeah, we are. We are. We're definitely trying to do that. But uh, you know, it, it, it's not, not. It's not because of lack of talent. Is what is I guess is what is so frustrating. You know, the, the talent is there with these guys, and mm-hmm. it's you know, I just don't know what it is. I don't know what it's going to take. But you know, uh, we just. Uh, it just—it it was so frustrating last night because, like I said, we didn't get blown out and mm-hmm. we had opportunity. And it just didn't seem to get going, you know. We 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 did that, uh, you know, the the, the play on uh, the fake punt, and we get a first down, and then we go, you know, what is it three and out, and that was it. Well, you got the Colts next week. They coming off of an emotional win uh, in Indianapolis over the Packers, and if you 
if somehow, some way, the Jets can't pull it together and beat them, it's two and four at New England. Would you would you throw Tebow as a starter if you're two and four heading to New England, Kevin James? Would you do that? I'm going to say I would, and I'll tell you why. And again, I don't know that Tim Tebow is going to be the player that uh, you know uh, to get it done. But it's it, it, just out of out of out of. Change is good sometimes. It can, you know, inspire people. It can, you know, you don't know what can happen. And 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 what's happening now is everything. The 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 combination of what they're trying to do right now with Sanchez and and Tebow is doesn't seem to be working. You know, I don't know. Uh, it just doesn't. It's not blowing me away. It's like we just need we need that we need a shake up is what we need. You know, and I like I love Sanchez. I love you know I love people. You know, it, it's just I just don't think it's working. Whatever's whatever's happening, you know, we're not fooling anybody. We're not, you know, we need to shake shake the uh, the league up a little bit and, and and try some stuff and and stick to it. Well, uh, speaking of shaking things up, I don't know if you've heard this because uh, you know I'm sure you're doing press for Here Comes the Boom all day uh, on Tuesday. But uh, Terrell Owens has raised his hand saying, I'll come to New York. And Rex Ryan, when asked on Tuesday, said, we take a look at all options here, which in my nine years of doing this in this business is a wide open door when the coach says we look at all options. That's what Chet Brad Childress said uh, mm-hmm. when, when Favre was brought up to him. That's what I heard over and over again from coaches who eventually go and get somebody. Would you say – throwing T.O. into this mix is the right move for the Jets? I don't know. (laughs) I'm sorry to keep asking you these things, Matt. I mean, you just sound so exasperated. I'm so sorry. I am. I was there. You know, you just experience it all, and it's like, you know, we feel like we're adding more and more and more and more. You know, it's like, and it's like trying different things, but it's like, I I just don't think we're effectively using what we have in the the right way. You Mm -hmm. know, we... We have the talent. You know, we could, yes, we could keep adding people, and maybe they will shake it up. Who knows? Hey, let's add a janitor. I'll go in and there play. There you go. I'll do what I, you know, let's just try to sign somebody big and different. I'm, I'm all for that. It, because Only because what we're doing now is not working. I don't know the answer. You know, and I, and I, I, just, I just know that what we're doing now is just not working, and we're a better team than that. Well, I think Paul Blart on his uh, segue might be good that, to run that, around, I, a crossing I, pattern, don't you think? It, at least the mustache. Somebody, somebody <laughs> like that size with a mustache across the middle, it's a better target. You know, you, you're going to hit it. Yes, and it's I also agree. it could be it could be distracting to the defense as well. Yeah, it, oh, well, definitely, because it's, it, it's alluring. You know, you see that and you want to look at it. You can't look away. Mm-hmm. You're looking at the mustache, and all of a sudden he, he has a reception and he's turned up. Field there you go. More you can do. The more you can do, yes. as they say. Um, so here comes the boom is coming to a theater near you this weekend. Uh, you are playing a teacher who returns yes. to his wrestling roots to save a um, a music program, correct, in a school? Is which that what is this the, is about? Which, which is the logical step, correct? Yes. I mean, that's what it is. Why you wouldn't you do that? Program, you go into the mixed martial arts world. <laughs> uh, no, no, he, uh, yeah, he, he tries a couple other jobs, uh, but, uh, you know, when, when the school is facing cutbacks and the, and the school program, music program is uh, going to get cut and it's run by Henry Winkler, who's the greatest, uh, I... I I have to stand up for him, and I uh, and I I end up looking for a couple jobs, and nothing pans out. And I I realize that in watching a UFC event, that the guy who lost made he made ten grand, mm-hmm. and I you know, and I think all of a sudden now if I lose, if I just can lose, I can make enough money, <laughs> you know, to to uh, to, to save this music program. So I, right. I go on a quest. 
and Selma Hayek is involved, uh, how? It doesn't matter to me, but it's just how yeah. is she involved in this? I'll explain it. I'll explain it. You know who, uh, look, I've worked with her many times. I know people get very upset yes. when they know she's coming on board as a love interest or mm-hmm. what have you. Uh, she's the school nurse, though, in this movie. That's what she is. And every every school nurse that I've ever experienced looked like Selma. Yes. At PS 54 in Staten yeah. Island, IS 72, they they all looked yeah. like Selma Hayek. That's why I, I had the blue flu all the time, you know? Exactly. I was sick constantly myself. <laughs> and, yeah, she, she, is a, she is your everyday nurse, and uh, I hired her for that. <laughs> Uh, I didn't even know she was that good looking until we were there, honestly, on set. Uh-huh. You know, it was, it was basically the comedy. I wanted her there, and uh, she was great. But uh, no, we did. We tried to ugly her up for this. I honestly did because she wanted to do the movie, and she was very funny mm-hmm. and great actress and very smart too. She's a producer on a lot of her own stuff, and she's she's smart. She helps me out with things. We, you know, we've we've got good chemistry. We've been friends for a long time, and and. I want her in here, but I said, listen, if we're going to have, everybody's going to be mad at me if I hire you as, you know, as a love interest. So you got, we got to ugly you up. And we literally tried, you know, we, we dressed her in everything and, and makeup. It was just, you can't do it. Yeah, I was about to I say, can't. I've, I've seen, I've seen the trailers. Um, and I, yeah. I, you failed miserably in that regard, yeah. Kevin. I challenge you, Rich Eisen. You, you go out <laughs> and you try to ugly Selma Hayek. Well, maybe, even, even with, even with, even with the Paul Blart mustache, she'd be ridiculously right. hot. Yeah. Actually. Look, she made Frida hot. No, no. <laughs> and at any point in time, did you, uh, uh, in the shooting, look at Henry Winkler and go, that is the Fonz, man. I mean, that is the freaking Fonz over there. Not, not uh, literally, not once, but many Is that times right? We literally had to stop filming because I would be like, I have to know everything. Where, what, what is Potsy? What is Anson Williams doing right now? You need to give me this information. Why did you switch from a brown leather jacket to a black leather jacket? When did that happen? When, you know, everything. Honestly, I needed to know about Mrs. C. I, Chuck, where did, where did Chuck go? Come on. I, I met him once, and he couldn't have been the sweeter, more the more opposite of Arthur Fonzarelli. And it, it's unbelievable how sweet of a man he. I wanted to hug him, but and I people spoke to him for two minutes. I wanted to hug him. People, people don't realize that honestly, and I'm telling you this because I, I take it from me. I've worked with Jerry Stiller, who I, yes. you know that that man is a saint, as well. Ron Howard, I worked with Opie. You know, I mean, the sweetest way. Henry Winkler makes them look like they formed a, a street gang that just kicks puppies. That's literally what he, you know, he's that nice. That is he, great. He blows them away. That's right. Jerry, you know, Jerry Stiller, I mean, he he's one of the funniest guys that uh, uh, around. I mean, just what he oh. did what he did on King of Queens, Seinfeld, all of that. Oh, Seinfeld, he was great. Yeah, absolutely. He was fantastic. So, uh, Kevin, I, I wish you the best of luck on this film. And this is a, a PG film, so it's family-friendly. Everyone can go take their kids and, and watch you kick some MA, MMA butt. It gets intense, though, man. It's, yeah, it's fun. It's great, uh, but but it's got a great message. It's about the teaching too. It's about having a great teacher and becoming a great teacher and becoming a better version. And and, and it's and it's a funny movie too. So I'm I'm happy for people to see. This did one. your did your did your scenes leave a mark literally as well? Did you did you get hurt in any? Oh, yeah, oh I got tagged so many times in this movie. The UFC gave us their you know blessing and using their name and they don't you know they don't give their brand up they haven't given it to anybody so we did it but their one thing was you can't make a mockery of this you got to make it real so the fighting was uh 
I had the best, you know, I trained for a long time. It wasn't, it's not Blart, Paul Blart in the octagon. It's, I worked really hard at it. I, I trained for like 14 months. And, yeah, uh, I know. How, how, I many, got, how many LBs did you drop for this thing? Oh, I've gained them all back, by the way. <laughs> with, a, with a vengeance. Good for you. Uh, but I dropped about, seriously, like 80 pounds with this thing. And I, uh, I just, I sparred every day and, and I, and I got pretty beat up. I'm telling you, they're, they're tough. So this is Dana White. This is Dana White approved. Is what you're saying? Dana White approved. Yes. Dana White approved. Salma Hayek tested. Here comes the boom. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing it, Kevin. Thank you for uh, joining. You the best. Thank you, buddy, for having me. You on. too. And hang, hang in there. Hang in there. I mean, I you could beat the Colts this coming Sunday, and then you're three and three. I know. You pull it together. Not, you go to New England. You shock the world, and suddenly, you know, suddenly things are hey, looking up. I've always been there with the Jets during the lean years. Everything. So I'm, I'm ready to. I'm ready to weather the storm, but I just wish we would perform a little better. That's I, all. I hear you, Kevin. Thanks so much for joining. Thanks, pal. You See bet. You. That's Kevin James in the Rich Eisen podcast. Fun show, everybody. Kevin James sounds like he needs a hug. I mean, seriously, or a cheeseburger. He needs a hug or a cheap boss. <laughs> <laughs> Eighty pounds he lost for yeah, here comes the boom. A lot. Wow. Um, it was fun with Josh Dumel. Boy, he's laid back, huh? Yeah, Man. very, very laid back. Oh, why wouldn't he be? Casual. He's got that North, the life. North Dakota. He's watching so football with Fergie. He's, he's reading scripts, hoping not to wake Fergie up. You, you had uh, you had said that um, you know Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a tough two shot. Uh, yeah. that, that is a handsome man. I am wow. not afraid to admit shot, it. Josh Dumas. Me? <laughs> I mean, you asked him if he wanted any makeup, and he's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm like, yeah, because I also roll out of bed looking like that. Yes, he did. I mean, jeez. Good Lord. And Christian Ponder, it was fun. He, that was a fun conversation with him. Yeah, he was jabbing. He was having some back well, and forth. I mean, forth. he called me fun. out immediately saying, yeah, you heard that correct four and one. Like, wh- why would you say you heard that correct, Rich? I mean, hey, listen, no one expected the Vikings to be four and one. Christian but, Ponder, on uh, he's the uh, fantasy pickup of the week on uh, Fabiano's article well, on NFL.com. He has to be. I mean, I know he just threw his first two picks of the season, but think he's, about it. Think about great. Those, think about the – I mentioned this with, with Dumel. Think about the, the, the second-year quarterbacks. Locker, who knows when he's returning. We're seeing right. Hasselbeck on Thursday. That shoulder, clearly they're not telling us how serious it is just yet. Might be uh, Chad Henney time in Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville with Gabbert looked – I mean, you saw what a big-time defense did to him, the Bears. And Ponder's got to see that defense twice. That's coming down the pike. Yeah. And Cam Newton. They t- well, Cam Newton. Uh, look, Dalton. Dalton's three and two, but he just got beat by Tannehill. Right. Okay. And that def- that that Dolphins defense is underrated. Underrated. They're that, better than people against think. the run. I think they're letting up um, like 40, 48 or fifty. That Dolphins team could be four and one too. I mean, who would have thought? Because they had the Jets dead to rights at right. home, and then they, they had the Jets beat. And they missed so many field goals, and Carpenter never misses field goals. And the Jets, as you know, are a beatable team. Um, and the Cardinals, they were dead to rights in Arizona. When that were, team could be 4 and When one you were watching Hard Knocks, did you ever get any indication no. that the Dolphins could be no. this competitive? No, absolutely not. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> you, you didn't get that. No, all. you got a sense that they were a mess. Absolutely, and not. they might challenge for the number one pick again. Well, they I mean, were looking at the, the playmakers. They were missing playmakers. They were missing. All no, that no stuff. one knew who their wideouts were going to be. Let me ask you this, Rich: when when you were talking with Kevin James, brought up Terrell Owens, maybe in uh, in New York. Now, uh, now, what mess. about Chad Johnson? Do you think anyone no. gives him a look once these receivers start well, going I down? Don't, I don't know. I mean, at the Jets, you got to have young guys that, that 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 should get some time here. I mean, did you the tweet kid it Gates out? Gates got loud? hurt. The kid Gates, but anyway, 
What about Plaxico? Uh, yeah, Plaxico. That's uh, what I Beyond thought. the point that we talked about the Jets already with, with Kevin James, the Dolphins are home for St. Louis this week. They could be 3-3 three and three going into the bye week at New York, the game that Josh Dumel's going with Fergie to. Okay, and then they're at Indianapolis, and they're home for Tennessee, and then they're at Buffalo on Thursday night football. The Dolphins have a shot here to have a season. They got a chance. And, and Cincinnati, that was a very difficult home loss for them. Cincinnati still has yet to play Pittsburgh at all. They've got one more with the Ravens. They, this, week, the, uh, this week, the Bengals, after losing at home to Miami, they're at Cleveland. Cleveland needs to come up with a win at some point. Some point. All right, then they're home for Pittsburgh. They're home for Denver. They're home against the Giants. Oof. Uh, they're at Philadelphia, at Pittsburgh, home for Oof. Baltimore, and with Dallas to kick off December. at San, Here's their December. At San Diego, home for Dallas, at Philly, at Pittsburgh, home for Baltimore. That's Cincinnati's. And that one at Philadelphia is a Thursday night. They're the road team on a short week. Wow. So, I mean, Dalton, we'll see what he's do- doing. He's still a quality quarterback. Let's not discount sure. him. Um, and you heard what Ponder's doing. We talked about that. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. What's going on, Don Rich? Banks of Sports Illustrated. I saw that. Don Banks of Sports Illustrated on Tuesday wrote an article saying, are we looking at Vince Young, too? Yeesh. Are we looking at a quarterback regressing in that manner? Now, that's a quick trigger on that one. But they're one and four. Carolina is now one and four. And that, you're already hearing it. And they're on a bye week this week. So this is going to be, all of this stuff is going to be. Who do they have off the bye? Um, let me get that for you. But, I mean, it, we're already, we're, it's incredible that we're already yeah. there. He did look, I mean, he if he didn't fumble the ball against Atlanta, they win that game. Right. And they're in it. But coming off of the bye, they're home for Dallas, at Chicago, at Washington, home for Denver, home for Tampa, at Philly after Thanksgiving. Ooh. They're one and four. And Cam Newton's just not looking like the Cam Newton. Mm-mm. Except that game in, Phil- in in Atlanta, he sure did. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to. But he only has go four, Vince Young four touchdown yet. passes. But you're already games. seeing it. You're already you're already hearing yeah. it out of Cam Newton. Uh, in regards to Cam Newton right now, and right. Ponder's just good ship Ponder. Um, before we wrap, what it, about that for a nickname? Good ship, good ship Ponder. I don't know about that. No. What do we got? It says on Golden <laughs> Ponder. Yeah. That might be it. That might be the winner. Hey, Question on Golden Pond. Hearing Dan Patrick interview J.J. Watt on Tuesday was J.J. Uh, yeah. Watt. Let's do this. Let's open this up to our Twitter followers okay. and, uh, so tweet and our out listeners. The podcast and you get, what are we going to give them? We'll give them, uh, oh, we oh. got one of those autographed Nas CDs to give away. Wow. Let's give away an autographed Nas CD. It's about time we do that. An autographed Nas CD. So what are we looking for? Ponder nicknames? For whoever gives the best or 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 do you want to give do you want to give the Nas Punters of People two T shirt? That might be a little too big for this one. That might be a little too big okay. for this one. We start all right, slow. All right, you're the gatekeeper. We start the sh- slow. You're, you're the swag gatekeeper. I will I will trust you. Okay, so you. Um, what do we hashtag at Ponder nickname? Uh, let's go. Uh, our, or let's just go REP nickname. That's uh, 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 too long. A, you don't need a hashtag. Just tweet. Just tweet. Just tweet. Uh, Hashtags are easier to find stuff though. Okay. A lot easier to find stuff. Yeah. All right, let's so, go. Oh, we got Ponder nickname. Yeah. Hashtag ponder nickname. How about this? Hashtag ponder this. <laughs> Boom. Okay. Ponder this. Hashtag ponder this. As you, you can tweet, see, you tweet any this. of us 
with yeah. the hashtag ponder this with a, a ponder nickname and if we like we select your nickname um you get the uh, an autographed Nas CD. Yes, an autographed Nas CD. Nice, and nice. also, Jackie and Jeff Schaefer are working on getting us some uh, the league DVDs. Well, as soon as we have them in our hands, we'll we'll, we'll start. So we may throw one of those in. All right. Cool. Very good. Um, before we go, let's update the wheels situation. You've got a new car, do you not? I do. A brand new car. Well, I mean, is it brand new or is it, is it pre-owned, it's as pre- they say it's these pre-owned. days? pre-owned. It's pre-owned. Okay. Purchased it from a friend of mine. What do you have? Friend of the program, Mike Hayden. What do you got? An, an Acura TSX. Former podcast television producer That's for true. an eight-week stretch. That's right. And he he's did, filled in he for He filled you. in for me, right? And he, now he's uh, filling in for your, your now, wheels deficiency. Um, right. He, How uh, many miles are on this Acura? Uh, not very many. 35,000. Okay. He's only driven it around L.A. Got it when he moved out here. Automatic? And, is it automatic? Or yep. is it okay. Automatic. It's got uh, a lot of bells and whistles that Stu Gutz did not have. So I'm trying to trying to get used to all that stuff. Stu Gotts had it was bell bellless and whistleless. Yeah, <laughs> bellless, whistleless. Yeah, nothing. Transmissionless. Air conditionless. Air, no air conditioning. By the way, that's the the laugh of Alex Ali, uh, the man behind <laughs> the wizard behind the wizard the behind, behind the, the curtain. podcast curtain. Yeah. Alex, you don't have to. I, I'm going to bring this up now. Alex, these guys have had their real names squatted on on Twitter. For months, four years for me. The, the, so, so, there's a guy named Chris Brockman who's sitting on the real uh, at Chris Brockman. Who's never who's had tweet like two career tweets. Same two with, career tweets. Same with Chris Law. Four and a half years. That's why he's Chris underscore Brockman. Right. And that's why he's at Topher Law. Can, and, we, can we do something about this? And we can, can we get us blue check marks too? No oh, wait, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's like the that's like the Nas punter shirt here. I don't know if we. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys? I, I mean, I think you're blue check mark worthy. You know what? You know what's funny, Rich. Uh, you're a blue check mark. No, it, it, like, like a year what ago. Is, what is the least number of followers of any blue check mark? There person? are celebrities that have t- double digits who have. Yeah, but blue like if worthy. Clooney's tweeted like once, you know. No, I but mean, they only have. No, I'm saying they only have like less than a hundred. Like, like who? Who? I'm who? just saying I've seen them out there. Less what? than a thousand followers, and they have a blue check mark. That's all I'm saying. So you have more. They do exist. Who? I mean, I can't pull them out right now. How but do you blue check mark somebody with less than a thousand followers? The blue check mark policy is that people who are prone to uh, like fake accounts, which clearly we are, clearly prone to fake if accounts. Somebody, if somebody, if somebody comes up with at fake Chris Brockman, <laughs> no, I was going to say give them the nods. I, <laughs> I was going to say no, I knew that I've made it when a when You're a fake Rich Eisen started following. But me. Alex, can we can we do this? This can get done. Yes. It can get done. I know people at Twitter. We can contact Twitter and the, see if we can get you guys official accounts. I would miss the underscore though. That'd be like the Red Sox winning the World Series. Like I'd miss, I'd miss, I'd miss. Oh, the, so I'd miss the, the misery. You wanted me to keep the underscore? No, it's so part of your. It's so part of your. It's part of the fabric. It's it is part of the fabric. It's part of the DNA. But um, if I'll you want to, no, but if you, no, 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 no. If you, you want the underscore out, and if we have the ability to, un, uh, you know. I mean, we all know that over, that extra overscore the underscore. That extra character, Rich, can it's go a killer. It can, can go, go a long, long way. way. It can go a long so. way. That's a, that's a that's a punctuation. Yeah, mark. exactly. Right. Okay. And I get the Topher. I mean, come on. People are like, "Oh, <laughs> you're Topher Grace yeah, you've fan." You've got to change. You you've change. been getting killed for. We've been killing you for a year. Plus, cut, plus, so. we got to spell that out too. Could be T O F E R in a way. You know, I mean, it really is that. That's a nuisance. Topher Law is a nuisance. It's a nuisance. Not At not the Chris Law. Clean, simple, clean. easy, Dude, clean. That would be huge for you. G- be huge. huge. Guys, tweeted in five years. 
Hasn't yeah. tweeted in five years. That's, that that's got to be an easy fix, Same right? thing for me. That's Same guy. Hasn't tweeted since April He's 09. He's on it. Alex Ali, the man behind right. the podcast. And lastly, Rich, like can, the we, wizard. can we got get an the, international shout-out? I got already? an international shout-out of the week. What do you got? Um, I, I can't pronounce this guy's name. Shamil Shiat. It's a shout-out to Israel, Rich. Oh! L'chaim to you. Well, you got to read their tweets. I mean, yeah, this, is, this is kind of... Add the, Chris Brockman, add Chris underscore Brockman, excuse let me, me. Let me see. I'm the Jew here. Yeah, let me see if you, I can you, read his you name. You read it. You read it. Uh, it's Shmuel Schlott. Shmuel Schlott. It's Shmuel Schlott. There you go. Everybody. And what does he say? Uh, at Chris underscore Brockman, how about an int shout out to Israel? And as I have tweeted in the past, at Rich Eisen, drummers are people too. Go Pack Go. There you go. Packer fan in Israel. And real quick before we get out of here, because we do got to go, a quick poll question update. And if you haven't haven't voted on the newest poll question, be sure to. Mm -hmm. The question is, um, actually, I have to refresh it, because uh, which team or scenario will you be rooting for on Sunday? A Seahawks (laughs) win, Jackie and Jeff Schaefer give Chris Law an appearance on season five, or a Patriots win, Jackie and Jeff Schaefer give Chris Brockman's term boat race, uh, it, they work that term into an upcoming episode of season five. And what is the poll question currently the stand? The current standing is... I'm getting boat raced, Rich. You are. Uh, law is leading for the first time ever at 60% to 40%. Oh, it's not much Ooh, it was, I'll race. tell you what, it was... Uh, it's it not a mandate. It was, much, a mandate. it was much worse it's, last night. It's, it's not a boat race, and it's not a mandate. It's close. It's All close. Right. And feel free to work boat race into your own daily vernacular. So that's it. Uh, by the way, banner September for punters or people too. Banner September. We did well. Did we restock? The- uh, it's restocked and ready for a big big October as well. Great. Punters or people too dot com. Um, there's also an ability for you to. Um, what do we go to punters or people too dot com? What do we got to do? What do we got to do, Alex? Um, you just. Uh- for, for the giveaway, all you have to do is uh, go to Rich Eisen's Facebook and click on Sweepstakes, and you'll see how you can enter the Sweepstakes for a free Punches or People 2 t-shirt. And also... And a phone call. A phone Rich. call. Yeah. We'll chat on a game day. On a game day, because I've got nothing better to no, do. No, you're not doing anything. I've got nothing else to do. We announce our first winner tomorrow. We announce first winner tomorrow at the Punters or People 2 Twitter, Twitter site. That's great. I can't even keep track of our nonsense anymore. <laughs> But it, it, it basically, got you got to go to Facebook.com slash Rich Eisen, click sweepstakes, enter yourself for an ability to get a free Punters or Two People Two t-shirt and a phone call from me. You can always go to Punters or People Two.com to get your t-shirt right. now. Um, punters are tweeting at me wanting t-shirts. Right. And keep We're, the pictures coming of yourself yes, wearing the t-shirt in. to us. And, and uh, also BustedTees.com slash keep it up. Because right now those sales aren't being kept up, we're losing. We're losing. It's right. not. It's 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 not. It's not. Let's just put it this way. It's not. It's not. It's not performing the way I had hoped. Other than that, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> That's the T-shirt. That's the T-shirt. That's, That's the it. next one. Thank you uh, at Topher Law. That no might problem. change by next week. Let's hope so. Uh, at Chris underscore Brockman. I am at Rich Eisen. Um, signing off on the last, for the moment, sponsorless edition Ooh. of the Rich Eisen Podcast. News to come next week. Stay listening to 